The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the Ryback. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday. Welcome, everybody, over on Instagram and TikTok. The big guy, Ryback 2022, as I kind of organize this lightly on the podcast table. I open up a nice, nice cold Zibia. Orange glass bottle of water Water here on a big carbohydrate day, big tree day for the, for the back here. Guys, welcome YouTube, Ryback TV, Twitch at Ryback Rules, and, and at Ryback. We got Ryback 2022 on IG and TikTok. Thank, thank you guys very much for, for tuning. I feel like, like this somehow has lightly got turned turned again on TikTok. Hope everyone's having a great, great day. Doing fantastic. TikTok numbers have been extremely down. and trying to get that fixed. fixed the posts. I've got posts with two, three, four thousand. Once again, uh, nothing is, is falling in the algorithm like, like it was. I've been on them. They do this to me periodically, and it's up to me just to stay on. And uh, it, it's because it's getting close to hitting three million. And I have a feeling it's just it's the typical typical guess that I would on a, on a regular basis. But we'll see if we get some numbers in here today uh, as we stream. The Ryback Show. Your your super chat brought up on screen screen around Ryback TV health fitness supplementation pro pro wrestling set anything and everything and everything in between the guys Starbucks and in shoulder massage money greatly greatly appreciate. The show is on all podcast platforms. Well, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever platform you use, any of the Android uh, apps to, to listen to podcasts, but iTunes reviews are especially appreciated if you got a moment to swing over uh, on, onto iTunes, use the app, the Apple uh, for that, and it'll leave a, a, a little of the ride by back show. This show is brought to you by Feed More Nutrition, my, my premium supplement line, sweet, sweetened, deviant monk, monk fruit, no artificial, social, sister colors, vegan, vegan friendly for men and women on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code. Ryback Show 20. That's Ryback Show 20 at the checkout process to get 20% off your entire order. You can also sign up for my massive savings program via text or email or both. If you would like, we sometimes do different deals on those. And the email is a message, longer message message of the week. The text text message order condensed dense version uh, of the thought of the week or an entirely different quote or something positive as well as well with the big discount not made available anywhere else. You guys for our very loyal over 80% returning cuffs each and every month over on feedmemore.com. Get all the neatest Ryback merch over there as well. T-shirts, sweat, sweatshirts, sleeve shirts, uh, got tank top tops, shorts, pants, pants, different accessories, tums and drink, drink, drink accessories over there. Their hats, all caps with feed more with hungry, hungry back rules, whatever, whatever it may. So, so swing on over for all the latest new Ryback merch. What do we got? We got going on today, guys. Good to see everyone. Happy Friday once again. Um, we're gonna gonna go ahead. Uh, we're gonna shell shock uh, Vivek right out of the out of the chat right off the bat. He kept asking, asking thought about Roman and Brock repeatedly like a psycho. Uh, and all you have to do is ask one one question, guys. And when we will, we try to get it. And if it's something that's not being seen for for whatever reason, you can leave and leave a super. I will get to it on that. But I do have a lot of questions without the super chat as as well. Hello, hello, hello. Let's let's see here. Video is echoing. I'm not not familiar. I can't. Audio is is not working. We got. Let's see here. You are echoing. 
Hello, audio is not working correctly. Audio issues. Audio. Yo, from Tyler. Give me one second, guys. Let me see if we if we can fix the audio. We're gonna do a quick little switcheroo. Hold on. We're gonna unmute. How is the uh, is the echo still going on? Get feedback here. Here, <clears throat> I had uh, disconnected the mic prior to the show, and it said everything was thing was working clearly, but I don't know who shaves my head. I shave my head. Head. Do I do I look I look lazy? Where I got to go get my head shaved? Are there st- there's still audio issues on on the end of the guys? Can you do still bad echo? What about now? Is the is is the issue? Still echoing. We're gonna have to maybe switch off of the nano mic. Uh, thank you. We got some somebody swinging. We're gonna shell shell shock out of here too. Yeah, choose but can hear you can hear you same time. Hold on, I'll fix this here, guys. I apologize. Let me see if uh if I switch. I don't I don't like the set of the internal mic. It's cast, but hold on. All right, how's the echo now that we're off? I'm off the main mic and I'm back. I'm on the internal laptop mic. Is everything sounding a little better for you guys watching live on Ryback TV? We'll see if we get any feedback here. Are we still echoing? I'm good now. Joey says we're good. Is the sound okay? We're going to go with the internal mic if that's the case today. All good now. All right. Well, the, I'm going to have to restart the, the the deal before I do my next show, so don't let me forget that. Thank you guys for letting me know. that the, I apologize for the microphone issues. Every once in a blue moon, I have to restart the laptop. This, the nanny, the, is it the Yeti nano mic will kick off on me and uh, disconnect every once in a while. And it, and it messes up the entire deal. But I don't like the internal mic for how the show sounds. So I apologize for the, it still sounds fine, but it, this is just, it's a better quality microphone. So for the people that are listening on, on all the podcast platforms later, uh, I apologize the sound issues are not quite as crisp as, as usual. All right, what do we got going on today, guys? Have you been to Sheffield or do you skip it? Uh, I don't believe I've ever been to, to Sheffield, England. I am a well, well aware of it, though. Let's see here. I've got to get ready. I've got to do after this. Tyler with the super chat. Yo, good to see you, Tyler Shugru, my man. Thank you, thank you. I gotta go. Uh, gotta go. I'm gonna go try out another EOS Fitness today. I've been bouncing around. I went to a gym yesterday that I have not been to since I used to go to when it used to be a Gold's Gym here in Vegas, and then EOS Fitness bought them all out. Now EOS is the biggest gym, the biggest uh, chain franchise chain in Vegas, um, and then like them and Las Vegas Athletic Club are very comparable, uh, like price wise and, and what they offer. And I've always been, I'd switched over to LVAC because there was one not horribly far from where I'm at. And then they, uh, and they've got multiple locations and I, and I like them, but I was like, ah, I want to change a pace. And I, and I joined the EOS because they're literally everywhere. And there's one really, really close to me. 
Um, and then I have my gym at home because sometimes I like training at home. And then other times I like getting out. Sometimes I like to do part of a workout at home or part of a workout at the gym and then come back and do the rest of the workout at home or go do my weights. And then we're going to do a shell shock here out of Rybackville. Uh, extra little. That was a little extra hard just because that you really looked annoying. Um, <laughs> and then like sometimes I'll go do my conditioning back at home because I, I like my conditioning stuff that I have here uh, and whatnot. But it is hot as hell in Vegas. Like I came home and did the Stairmaster yesterday and I was I was zapped. I'm, I'm doing all my training at the gym today, but I'm going to go check out a new EOS fitness that I've never been to uh, before. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped with that. But yesterday I went to the gym that I hadn't been to since 2012, 13, when I was like red hot Ryback, I used to go in there and uh, it, it, it's changed. They've actually, they've updated some things in there, but it's always pretty surreal when you go back and I, I don't live far from it. I just never, I, I didn't, I never was a member there for the longest time. And then I just kind of, I don't know if I associated that gym too. Cause here I always look at things from a, things from a, like a, a deeper psychological level. I go, why did I stop going to that gym? Cause I always liked that gym. And I, and I go, I really believe I stopped working out there because of everything. I was so miserable and frustrated with WWE when I saw what was going to be going on because of all the stuff going on legally and that everything I'd worked for was really going to be not up to nothing, no matter how hard I worked. Granted, I never let that stop me, but I think I disconnected from that gym because the environment of everything. And I just did a fresh start away. And cause I, I, I know how I work at different times. And I, I, yesterday I go, why did I stop coming here? I really like this gym. And I go, it had to have been because it was at that period when everything went south after it was red hot and being taken away from me. And I go, I go, that's why I think I stopped going. So it was really cool to go back in there. Even cooler. A guy came up to me. He's, I think he said he was 40, he was either 43 or 46 years old. Uh, th this guy. And, and he just came up, he goes, and he, and I, I, I didn't, he goes, do you remember me? He goes, uh, you called my son in here in around 2012. And uh, he was just a kid. He goes, he's now a teenager. And he go and I go and I go. I'm I'm sorry. I don't remember. And because I've done that quite a bit for people, right? But he goes. I just want to say thank you again. He goes. It was such a cool thing. And he goes. I followed your career, and I still follow you. And we talked for quite a while. And then we just about stuff and everything going on with kind of with with, with the WWE now and, and with Vince. And uh, but but he goes. He goes. It just. He goes. It was just really cool. You took the time. And he goes. He goes. It was just. He was just a little boy. And and how he was. I'll never forget it. And, and I go, thank you for sharing that with me. And I go, we, we got to talking and, and I, and we were talking about like a lot of the, the fake stuff. I go, I go, this is like the kind of thing. And like, I'm talking about it now on here, but I've, I've done, I've done quite a bit at different times. You never, I'll never go and promote it. Like when I'm doing it at the time and there's been things and the people that know, know, and I go, that's where and I, he goes, he goes, I, I knew the things that I've seen about you weren't true. And, and I go, thank you. And, uh, but this is the fight like that. I, and I know the truth and the reality of the situation. And then I know the lies that have been put out. And I just go, just keep doing what you're doing and being who you are. And everything's going to work out. And, and he was, he goes, everything's going to work out. And uh, and like everything going on with that company now with all. And I believe it's it's the absolute end, absolute end of all, like, of all the all the evil. And that demon is going to be brought down for good. And, and I've never backed down and I've never let their lies become my reality. And a lot of people like it and a lot of people get mad and hate you for that 
for not for not just giving in, right? And uh, but the the truth is going to win. And but it was cool going there and getting that guy to share that because I go, I remember like that period and like different times and people. I remember meeting a family on the road and done this quite a bit. They had no money. They were they were eating and they didn't have money to go to the show. And their kids really really it was a live event in WWE. And uh, I think I was at an Outback Steakhouse. And and they were like that was like their nice dinner to go out as a family for in like however often or not so often they would do it, and and they said hello to the kids. And I asked them, oh, "Are you going to the show tonight?" Uh, and the dad had just mentioned, "Oh, we don't don't quite have the the budget for that." And in such matter of words with the kids there. And uh, hold on, let me do another shell shock. And, uh, and I, and I said, Oh, I just said, give me a second. And I, I messaged the, the, the ticket rep that I knew for the, for the show. And this, this is other superstars have done this. Wrestlers have done this. So this isn't necessarily, this isn't just, just me a lot. I know a lot of them have done this, uh, cause we, when, especially live events, especially when you're in good, good standing with things are being used well. And I remember I, I got, I don't know if it was like five or six or seven tickets for their whole family and got them like, I think they gave them front row or right up their seats. And, uh, and I remember that guy, I remember I saw something online. He shared that story. He was on a thread bashing me on for whatever, something, another lie, just made up stuff. And, and he just shared the story, uh, with people and people I remember were, were calling him a liar. And I just remember thinking like, no, that's the truth. And you're going to believe the lies and, and, the, and the truth, the truth always wins. And there's enough of those situations out there. And I'm like, it just made me happy thinking about that guy. I go, you know what? And I, and I, cause I know who and what I am and I go, I'm not, never have let that affect me, but it's always nice to hear cause I'd forgotten about it. And it made me just think about that. And, uh, and I, it was really grateful that I got to be in that position and still to this day, you know, with people. So it's uh, never let the lies become the reality, your reality. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people will create the they keep creating multiple accounts and just keep coming back, guys. I greatly apologize with that. But we don't let it stop the Ryback show. Of course I miss wrestling, guys. It's what I've done for the majority of my adult life. We've talked about all the Vince McMahon allegations. Uh, run for Congress, man, shell shock them. Yeah, you know, that's one of the deals. I think if you get into that, you're 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 sacrificing your your happiness at the end of the day. I think under the current political system, I think it's a no-win situation. Uh, and I think multiple people and throughout history have gotten into it with with good intentions. Uh, and then you realize that what you've gotten into and with lobbyists and in in people with large amounts of money and the influence they have and the things they could do to make you go like that. Uh, I think things change drastically and I don't think it's a good life. And I think that's why some of the, like you've seen some really influential key people in life, you know, look at Tony Robbins, an amazing human being. I think there's a reason someone like that stays away from politics. And I see myself more along the lines of not saying I'm Tony Robbins, but the, the way that he thinks and where you can just influence people for good and stay and, and try to get people to, to, to think critically and keep an open mind uh, towards things and, and don't be so easily influenced, uh, right? And, 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 and still live your life and be happy. Um, 
And, and that's because, I mean, look at it. You, you hop into that. You're hated by half the population instantly, no matter which way, right? Democrat, Republican, independent. Oh, you can't make up your mind. You're just attacked. And I just think, like I said, though, from the lobbyist aspect of things, and it exists at all level of politics with all of that. So I think it's something that uh, as good as it sounds on paper <clears throat> or not on paper, it's just something I, I would rather avoid. Super chat, Jeff Sakel. Thank you, Jeff. Remember the ISIS threat uh, during Survivor Series 2015? How was the mood backstage about that? Brother, I've never even heard of, I'm so tuned out to everything. I didn't even know we had like pandemics going on. There were other like during when I time in WWE, I'm telling you guys when I don't read, like I, I don't, I got more into tune of stuff when I left and finding out like, I, I so I, I've legitimately never even heard that. I can't answer that at one bit. And if somebody ever did that day, I would have been like, whatever. They would have told us to leave. Like, I'm not. I, I don't I don't know. I took down uh, some of the older food videos, guys, a long time, quite a while ago. I just thought that that McDonald's food challenge was one of. I took down that. I took down the Sour Patch Kids video. I think there were a few other ones, but that McDonald's one was so unhealthy with the amount of food that I ate. I didn't want anyone even trying to replicate that. I knew how bad I felt. I was shaking probably from all the sodium and it, it is. And I just said, even if just doing that every once in a blue moon, I go, it's not, I go, I worked so hard to be healthy and I'm doing it. Yeah. To do a video and to enjoy myself, but I didn't enjoy myself. I made myself like borderline sick on that. And it ruined my night. I remember I was like, I was done. You can't go do anything after you, we do all that. Like literally just disgusting. And then I go, I don't want people like kids looking at that and going, oh, Ryback does that. And, and now there's levels to stuff, right? And they live life and you can't make all your decisions based off of that. And I don't, but that was just one thing. And I go, yeah, I don't think. And then you see, like when I see other YouTubers and people and they're just doing videos for the sake to do them, to try to get as many views as possible, which is fine. Everyone, like I, I get, I understand why it's done. I go, I don't, I don't want to go into that and be, have to do that. That's why I stopped doing the hot stuff. Like I said, I go, I realized, I go, I did it. I proved to you guys. I wanted to prove initially just how mentally tough I was. And then I, and I could have just done that a few times, but I kept doing it and kept doing it. And I, then I remember I'd, I'd gotten really, really hurt with that hot tub one with the tube of tear. And then I did stuff for quite a while after that. And I just said, at what point, like, they're making these things to try, like, that are not good for human beings. They're just companies putting as much of, a, of an act, extract in, in as hot as they can. And I said, it just takes one one occurrence to ruin your life forever. And I go, the goal is to get healthy and to go back to wrestling, not to, 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 to keep doing the craziest things and trying to outdo myself because that's what it's like more, 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 more. And a lot of these people can't, I go, I'd rather people just know my personality and then I could do any video and you're tuning in to, to hear me talk. You're tuning in for maybe my sense of humor at times. You're tuning in for the act for me in whatever activity I'm doing, you're not tuning in for the activity. And then I'm the afterthought. And I go, it may slow the channel growth, but I go, I'll be able to do it forever, forever. And that's why. And I, and I just made that decision not to go that route. And like, you see the people, the, the guy, like the chugs, badland chugs. Let me ask, how long do you realistically think badland chugs is going to be around? Right. 
the guy the guy's drinking i mean two liters of just multiple things of, of massive amounts of sugar eats massive amounts of food and he seems like the, uh, an amazing guy very nice guy but he got caught up in that game probably making pretty good money off of ad revenue but he constantly has to do things that are bad for him because in people people tune in for that first and they didn't it's not for him he doesn't talk right or at least from the things i've seen or had seen it, it it, they weren't tuning in for the personality. They were tuning in for the challenge and to see this guy do these crazy things. And if you ever look at the comments, people will be very vocal. Like you're going to, you're going to not live for very long and this and that. And like the guy, it's, I, I really genuinely go, that to me is not what you want to get caught up in, in, in the social media things, uh, end of things. It's like the, the women that do the post where they're constantly kind of having to show their bodies to get attention People, they're afraid to not, they because they get views on that, right? So they're afraid to post anything that won't get views, but that would actually allow people to connect to them, to get to know them. And it may be a slower growth, but it would be a genuine growth. And you could still put things in there and have a, a combination of your of your personality with your content, I believe. And, and this is just my strategy, what I firmly believe. But I believe you need to get people to to try to understand you and to know you as well as possible. And you do that by being yourself whether you're loved or hated, you just by genuinely being yourself as much as possible. And um, so those videos in that Sour Patch Kids video, it, like my teeth were hurt, hurting for, for a month after that. And I thought I was going to have to get some work done. And luckily I got lucky on all of that. My gums were sensitive and I go, it was all that, the acid, whatever's in those, it was, and I, and I didn't at the time think, I go, oh, it's just a one-time video. I'll be fine. I don't eat a lot of sugar. Yeah, not eating a lot of sugar made that even worse, consuming all that sugar with that acid that's on those things and the coloring and, oh, just disgusting. I eat a lot. And I go, I don't want kids thinking that this is a good idea to do for a video and uh, or not even kids, just people in general. Why the name Ryback? It was a combination of my original nickname from when I was a kid, from some some of my friends uh, as a silverback, and then my real name at the time, Ryan. And I came up with that many, many years ago while drinking uh, a bottle of Burnett's vodka and, and having maybe some grizzly wintergreen chewing tobacco. Terminator 2 came on. This was when I was not uh, with WWE, living in Louisville, Kentucky. What I would consider probably the lowest point of my life, even though things weren't really that bad, but they, they, they were in this compared to what I, what I, where I had been and, and what I was capable of and kind of got caught in a little bit of a, of a rut, a little bit of a negative mindset before I discovered the secret. And uh, Terminator two came on with Arnold and I was in a, in an altered state. And, uh, and I just kept saying, I'm a machine. I'm a machine. I set goals. I'm a machine. And I was trying to find out who I was, and in that moment, I discovered who I was as a human being and who I was going to be for the rest of my life. And that was Ryback. And that's why the name means so much to me. And it was in that moment I needed a new wrestling name going back and uh, wanting to go back. And, and, and Silverback was no longer going to be it. And I never liked the, my real name as far as at the time, Ryan Reeves. I didn't want to go by that. I wanted, I wanted a new, new identity. In, in life, essentially moving forward. And I just discovered the secret and read that. And that's what I, I truly believe 
inspired that creativity for me that one night and in the rest is history man and it all just kind of pieced together from there but that's why i fought to keep because it was never none of this was ever created by wwe literally every aspect of ryback was created for me when i was not in wwe and legally we have all this stuff that's why we're winning and we're going to win the trademark if they choose not to settle and uh and as far as on their end of things <clears throat> For, for the amount that it needs to be. And uh, and I'm going to win it because it was it was created by me. <clears throat> We've got another super chat. Jeff SoCal, thank you, buddy. Can you please give a shout out uh, to my buddy, Impy Kenev? Hello, Impy Kenev. I hope all is going well. Yeah, again, and somebody says you should do 50 burritos from Taco Bell. That kind of falls into what we just talked about with everything, you know, so maybe not the best of ideas. Citric, yeah, somebody says, Ryan says, I believe it's the citric acid and sugar that make your teeth feel like uh, sandpaper. Yeah, the citric acid. Just thank you very much for that. That's exactly the citric acid. Uh, and it eats away. I don't know if it's the enamel and then like the, the in your gums. My teeth, I mean, it. I couldn't, like, brushing them was painful. And I go, oh, man, what did I do to myself? And I said, why, 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 why? And, and luckily, it, it lessened over time. And then I've since I've gone to the dentist and had my teeth worked on and everything checked out. And I just go, I avoided, I avoided a bullet with that one. And, and that, But it made me angry because I was like, man, I'm – I, I knew doing it that it wasn't going to be like what well, I knew it wasn't the greatest of ideas, but sometimes I have, a, and I think we all can do this, but I've done this and it's lessened over the years. But I think sometimes getting the, you think you're indestructible, even though I've had plenty of situations and, and things happen where clearly I'm not, but I've overcome so much as well. So with that comes like a confidence. And I sometimes just think, well, whatever's going to happen, I'm going to overcome it anyways. Which is good. It's good in many ways, but it also for things like that, I got to really. I was like, the this the, the the sugar alone, just so not like the stuff is just pure poison. And I remember eating that stuff all the time as a kid. I wish, and we didn't have a lot of candy in my house, but I wish my parents didn't let us go trick or treating. I wish, and I wish it would have been explained. Like this is this stuff is not good for you, and this is why it's not good for you. But my parents never explained that. And they never in the and I feel like that is so instrumental. And if you explain things to kids, that they're very, very intelligent. And and I know I was was smart enough to clearly would have understood. And now I may have been angry, probably would have thrown a little bit of a fit initially. But like I would have respected that so much more than letting us have any sugar at all like that. I just think it's trash. You know, if I ever have kids, I'll explain it to them. This is why. Not to say you can't let them go trick or treating and then like. And have have a piece or two, or, or or set it aside, and where it's a small amount ever here and there. But even then, you just got to be careful because kids. I know. I think my mom would sometimes say like no more than this amount, but we would just eat it like crazy while we had it. We we didn't we didn't we had pillowcases full of the stuff. We'd go out with huge pillowcases, and just go. We would hit up so many neighborhoods, and I'm just like because we just thought it was fun, obviously, right? And dressing up, but. What's it? You're just, you're not helping. It's literally for what? To give yourself poison. 
And I just, it, it, it's just such a stupid thing, to my opinion. Jake, good to see you. Jake Truman, a regular of the Ryback Show. Thank you for the super chat. Hope you had a great week, Ryback. Been a year since watching these lives. You're awesome. Keep at it. And you're awesome too, Jake. And I appreciate the support and tuning in regularly. And, uh, and man, many, many more years ahead of the Ryback Show. And I look forward to continuing to do these. I don't know how often at different times, but I, I really, truly enjoy doing these. Yep, Tyler, very good point. Always good to have a positive attitude, but good to be realistic also. I agree with you completely on that. And I think it's just sometimes looking at things and taking taking our time on things and, 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 and being aware and asking the right questions before we do something. And like that, I should have said, well, what, what could go wrong with doing this Sour Patch Kids video? And I should have probably taken a little more time and, and thought about that instead of just like, I'll be fine. Let's eat pounds of candy live. Double W, Walter, good to see you, my man. Hope everyone's doing well, Walter. Thank you very much, buddy. There is stuff for varicose veins that you can take. Someone's asking about varicose veins, if there's anything they could, uh, they could do. Um, there's... You you have to Google that. There's and I know because I remember there are things that you can take that that could possibly maybe help a little. It is that's such a genetic thing though. Also, um, and it's not something I have a lot of experience with, so I'm I'm not the best person to ask for that. I I would try doing a search and, and seeing what pulls up. Uh, and and I know there are certain supplements, and I don't, but again I don't know how well they work. On that, and I don't think any. I, I wouldn't think there would be, because from a vascular standpoint, and I've seen like those bodybuilders that do all the ridiculous amounts of drugs, and like they get these disgusting like varicose veins, like that that are just super abnormal, right? And uh, but then oftentimes, if they stop the massive drugs, then then those kind of aren't as, as prevalent prevalent on that uh, or noticeable where. Other people just have them generally. You can have people that are overweight that have them and they have them in their legs generally, right? Sometimes people can have them in other parts of their body. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Is there a good question? Is there any, any good ways to get your veins to show more? Certain exercises, cardio. A lot of that is so it's genetic, it's body fat levels, and how much water you're holding. So there are things, obviously, taking things like niacin can really help flush your body out and, and can make you more vascular temporarily. And that was always a thing, a wrestler trick. We would take, I would take niacin before I wrestle, uh, a good amount of it, and it would you sometimes get flushed and get super red. But Hogan, it was always I heard was, was notorious for taking it, and it helps you. It makes your skin look more tan because you you get like this darker color temporarily from it, and it's in like in small doses and pre workouts and we and things like that. And we have a small amount in the wake up and limited energy uh, with that. But the, you take niacin pills 
uh, and you get these ones that are no, you, there's ones that are timed release that don't get, cause the flush. And there's other ones that will make you, it's, they, it's, they have a flush feeling where you get like, can get itchy and red. But those are the ones though, that really wake you up. Those can help uh, taking a niacin tablet or two before you train. Um, Vanadil is always another supplement that is very good. We actually have that in our Pumplex City. We're one of the few pump formulas that take advantage of that. Um, and there's outside of that, it's dieting and getting your body fat levels down. Genetics do play a role, though, like on how how your veins look and, and how how pronounced they are, uh, essentially, and, and how how thick your skin is. Sometimes your skin, like I've got my forms, have always been super super vascular. I've always had bicep veins, but they've never been as noticeable. And it's like the my forearm veins are the ones that I have. There's I've got on both forearms this huge, huge um, vein that runs up both my forearms, and it connects and it goes in. That's the vein that runs and it connects in your arm and goes up your bicep. That same vein, though, my skin and my biceps is a little thicker. And another bodybuilder that has that is Jay Cutler. He has very thick skin in his biceps. So his biceps are never, he never has his veins, never, even when he was competing, he had bicep vein, but it was never as, as pronounced as other parts of his body. And it's just genetic. And then you see some guys that just have this huge bicep vein. Now, obviously there's a lot of guys that do drugs that do that, but there are some that don't, that just have a naturally really pronounced bicep vein on that. And it's genetics on, on a lot of that too. So it's just one of those things that, you're kind of you have what you got on that, and you get as 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 big and strong and lean as possible, and, and you've got what you got. Go ahead and throw another shell shock in there. Let's see here. I've missed a super chat. Uh, Javon Roach, thank you, buddy. Are you going to be in attendance for Ric Flair's last match? I think he could still give us one last 30-minute match. Uh, no, I will I will not be. Um, I, I like being in Vegas. I wish him all the all the luck in the world on everything. And I'll, like I said, everyone he, people are gonna do what they what they choose to do. Um, I'm a big believer in for me, like I've never retired because I've never, I never have once believed I am retired because I'm not and I'm coming back. And so I think it's all, I'm not a fan of like doing the retirement thing or saying this is my last match, even though I do believe some people could feel one way when they're doing something and then at a later time change their mind. I'm all, that's completely normal and fine. I just know what my intentions are and what I'm doing. And so I would never go that route with that. Flair's done a lot of retires. I'm retired. This is my last match. Right. And for whatever reason, he wants to do another one. So I wish him all the luck in the world and, and hope he, he he goes into it healthy and comes out of it healthy, which hopefully he will with all of that. But I don't think I think they're doing a tag match, obviously, for a reason. Uh, and if you've watched him doing the training with, with Jay Lethal, they've seen like little clips of that. I mean, he's he is he's he's in his 70s. Right. Is he in his 70s, late 60s, early 70s? He's, he's up there. Right. He's in at least in his late sixties, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can somebody give me an age on Flair, or is he in his seventies? 
whatever the case is, but he he has a pacemaker. He he's right. He's lived a lived a hard life on that. And but like I said, I'll never stop anyone from making a decision that they choose to make on their lives and uh with that. But I don't think you're gonna you're gonna be getting a Ric Flair 30 or 60 minute Iron Man match that he's done many, many times in his past, right? 73, 70, I'm seeing 73 and 76. 73 seems to be the the most common answer people are given. And that's some for some reason rings a bell with what I've heard. So yeah, 73 years old, right? I just think that like I get it, I understand, but and I'm sure they're gonna make a lot of money doing it, and he's and they're promoting they're promoting it well and they've moved it to a bigger, bigger uh a bigger arena auditorium, right? And is in Nashville. So I hope it all goes well. And uh I, I don't see if he's only if he's doing a tag and he's not in there a lot. But you know, it, it's it's one thing to train a little bit, and then like when you get in there and you're you've got a full audience and your adrenaline gets going. You know, that's uh I'm looking forward to seeing how it how it how it gets put together and, and how it comes out. <clears throat> yeah, me and Phoenix, I'm sure we'll do another video together. I've we talk, I haven't talked to her in a couple weeks, but we, we talk pretty frequently. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just shell shock that guy out of here. Thank you for coming to Rybackville, but you are not welcome. Uh, did you get a chance? Did I get a chance to watch Christian's promo on dynamite? I actually saw a, a clip of it, uh, or a condensed version, not the entire thing, but a good part of it, it looked like. And, uh, I thought it was very well done. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of doing promos uh, like that. And in, in using real life scenarios, and obviously that is something that you know that is discussed prior. Most likely, when you're dealing with something and, and knowing Christian, where you're not just blindsiding everybody by 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 saying that, right? Um, but where it's given the green light by all parties, let's absolutely because it makes makes Jungle Boy more of a babyface. It makes Christian more of a heel, and. Um, if Christian and they do good business and, and he gets a, a great amount of heat, which he he is really, really good at doing, then that that transfers over to when Jungle Boy finally gets his big moment over him. When that time comes, however long, if it's on match one or match three or match ten, right? And the longer they could drag that out with and keep interest, the better with all of that. So I have no I, I like I think that stuff is when you take elements of real life and infuse it into pro wrestling, I think it, 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 it creates the most controversy and gets the most attention. Um, and, and I thought it was really well done. And now there's going to be some people that don't like that. And my, my suggestion is just don't watch it then watch other parts of the show. Excuse me, that, that, that maybe you do like better and, and talk about those things more. Let's see here. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, Trader says, uh, did you usually work out solo or like working out with certain wrestlers when you were on the road? I worked out by myself all the time. 
I'm not a fan of training with other people. I, 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 I greatly dislike it. I don't think, and I've done like workout videos and like, it gets just, it's not, I like to have my headphones on. I like to just be in my own thoughts and, and I like training alone. And now I know a lot of other people like training with other people. A lot of people need other people to even show up to the gym. Never once has been an issue for me. And I am, I am a guy that I, I don't need somebody else there to help me be my best. And I think sometimes too, cause I've done it. And like, like when you train around other people, you got to know what you're training for. And that is something I know what, what I'm training for and I, in training for pro wrestling and, and eventually to go back and to be healthy and stay strong and healthy for that. Right. So my thought process on everything is on that. Now, like I've trained with e elite power lifters before their process is they're training for ultimate power at all times or different things. And sometimes you can get caught up in playing a game of like, doing things that you shouldn't be doing. And, and I just go, I go, that's where I, I, I'm really, really smart with that now. And I don't get caught up and I go, I don't need to be around people that don't understand what I, the, my kind of training. And like, it's, I'm extremely strong. I, I've been strong my whole life. At what point do I need to keep proving that to myself? Right. And, and like, you gotta, you gotta look at things like there's workouts and, and you know, legs, for example, <clears throat> I could squat a lot of weight. I know that if I really push myself, I could move my numbers up really high, even a lot higher than they are. But at, at what expense? I'm strong and healthy. I have no injuries on that. My back is 100% again, legs, everything, right? But when you start going really crazy weights, that's where you 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 can, the, the risk for things, right? So I always, I'm looking, I, I, I know that, and I, I've very been blessed to get my health back. And so that's where I, I take that approach on. And I've seen a lot of like people that don't know when to pull back or how to adjust their training or what they're training for. And then they burn out and then they're done. Right. So I, I like training alone and not to say that it can't be beneficial training with other people at times, like, especially like it could be, I understand it from a motivation standpoint and whatnot, but I'm, I'm, I've like, I, I hold myself pretty accountable for everything. Like I'm, I'm pretty in tune with me and I know if I'm cutting corners and I'll get up, like I, I get on myself and I, and I like, you know, my conditioning, I do my conditioning like a madman, you know, even yesterday, I didn't want to do the Stairmaster yesterday. And I just simply have a conversation with myself and I go, what are you going to do? Like, what are you, are you going to get comfortable and get lazy or do you going to stay back and you're going to be better when you're ready to eventually all this has worked out and you're going to go back you got to come back at your best. You don't take, you don't, and I take my days off already for the week. Like I give myself, so I go, I go, what are you trying to get out of today? Trying to get out of that, that feeling of, 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 of huffing and puffing and it's hot out. It's a hundred and something degrees outside. And I'm in my gym and you've already did a great workout. Like it'd be easy just to come in and just cook my food. Right. And so what I did is I went in, I came in and I put my food on and I said, don't be a little bitch. And you go out there and you go do your conditioning that you need to go do and stay on top. And I did. And, I, and that happens all the time. And it's like, I, I'm self-aware enough to hold myself accountable. You know, now if it was something where I was like hurt or not feeling good or there was something, that's a different situation on that. And I, I, I check myself. I go through my, my whole routine on that. And like, what am I, right? But if it was something like that, was just, just trying to get out of it, that little, that inner little bee in your head, right? And I go, nope, you're going to go do it. And you, you do it and you keep doing it. And uh, because the work, that's the work that pays off in the long run.
I want to see Ryback versus Omos. Omos. Yeah, man, he's he's doing very, very well. He's a monster. Let's see here. Uh, that's a good question. As uh, actually, Charles says, regardless of politics, where do you think are better matches for you right now, WWE or AEW? So I look at. I think that it, there's equal. You look. I'm not looking at things from from just matches. I'm looking at things from 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 people I could work a program with. Right. And I think that there's you can I, I my I've talked I've talked about this many times. What's the typical wrestling contract? Guys just sign a regular contract and they go sit in the arena and then they let people try to figure out what to do with them. How many people actually have an idea of what they want to do? And and they and I again I look at things like a fighter. Fighters just don't go and and, and go fight five days a week or or twenty times a month or ten times a month, right? And I think pro wrestling, it's great. You have your guys that are young and you're going to use them. And like, I've been able to get out of that and build myself up and get my health back. I look at things like, dude, I think it would be great. And again, a lot of people will say, you'll never be able to do this. You don't know what somebody's capable of doing, first of all. And the fact that I even could put it out there is pretty confident. But I think it would be absolutely, to me, it would be badass to be, in, once everything's all legal stuff taken care of, I would love to come work a, a three, four month program with Wardlow. I think I can go be a monster heel one place, take a little break and come back as a monster baby face somewhere else or time off, come back to another program, work another program with somebody. Right. I think there's a lot of things show up here, do a big program with this person. I think it would be really cool to, to work short term contracts with as a physical actor where we know this is my role. This is what I'm coming in to do. This is the business we are going to do in this amount of time. We're going to figure out there's going to be this many appearances in this amount of time. And we're going to go out and we're going to execute this contract to perfection or as close to perfection as possible. And I think that there is huge money in doing that the right way with that. Now, you guys might say, well, there's no way uh, WWE or them are going to go for this. Why wouldn't you go for something that's going to make you money? And you could do merchandising rights and things and you can extend that. You go, hey, I own my brand. I'll le let you guys use my brand. We're going to, to these percentages for one year to make merchandise with the program, right? And so that we're making money on a, on a yearly basis with multiple things. And I and then I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do, and I could lease it out to over here as well because I own my brand, which by the way, is really important owning your brand, right? You could do a lot of things with it. And then I go, you know what? Hey, hey man, Impact Wrestling has a guy I want to go work a, a, go work a two or three month program with um, that. And hey, I can go do that as well. And so that is where in my head, I, I'm just getting taken care of business and we're going to see what the options are. I don't, I don't care to ever go, go do what I used to do ever again. I don't have to. And so, and so some people may not like that and other people may go, that's really cool. I'm just doing, I'm staying true to myself, man. And I will see what the options and the possibilities are when, when that time comes. But there's a lot of people I want to work with and I, damn near everybody. If the right, if the program is right. Here's a scenario. How awesome would it be, right? If and this isn't this is just these are scenarios, right? But how funny would it be if there and I think AEW is lacking on certain things with this. If there's a backstage segment in catering and Ricky Starks is back there with somebody and Bully Ryback shows back up and we right, that's pretty funny. But we could do that. 
we could revisit that whole thing. But now Ricky Starks is a big time star, right? And that's something now it's like, whoa, that's pretty cool storytelling from something when he was not known, right? And then my identity is still my identity and I can still play that role. And you could build a whole storyline out of that. And then and that, that can go multiple directions in that storyline. We don't know what direction, but that's the introduction to it. And that's how I think I go, where are there stories that can be told that we can we can add on, we can create? And there, there's endless possibilities with any promotion on that. With that, but that's it's not matches, it's not cold matches. Yes, matches are important. Going out there and giving all you can in the bell to bell never has ever been an issue with me at any point in time in my career, at the highest of high levels. Right. It's what can you do with that to get to that point and make that point even more more special. And that's how I look at it. And there's endless possibilities with that. Because I know who I am. I know my personality and I know the roles I can play. So there's literally endless possibilities. Now, what sucks is if you sign, OK, I need money. I'm going to sign over everything to you and you guys figure out what you want to do with me. And we're going to go this way for two weeks. And then we're going to go this way for, for a few weeks. And then we're not going to know which way we're going. And then we're going to sit around and like, no, absolutely not. Been there, done that. We'll never let anyone have that control ever again. Yes, I like Braun Breaker. Braun is doing very, very well. Hello, hello. I don't know what that, we're going to just shell shock you out of here. Let's see here. Guys, I don't know what you're, I've talked about some of these questions are, there's, we have past shows on all this. What's going on? Good to see all of you. Charles says the fact that you have a Kingpin poster. That's dope. Thank you. It's one of my favorite movies. I, I love that movie. Appreciate the love and support over on TikTok, TikTok, IG. Thank you guys as well. Somebody on TikTok asking to see my bicep. Great. It's funny. It's the moment I look at the questions, I'm always just like, I'm. Do I? Why do I look at the questions on TikTok? Yes, you can see me. Well, that hello, hello. It's good to see all of you. Uh. Do I think Austin Theory should come out to Cena in his heel persona, Doctor of Thugonomics? Let me see. When they face each other, well, I don't know. We, I don't know if they are going to face each other. Nothing's happened on that yet. We'll have to see uh, what route they go with everything. I like. I like them doing that matchup, though. I think Vince is them at the time with Austin, and, and they're grooming him and getting him in there with different guys is uh, getting him in the ring with Cena, even though Cena's been gone, and uh, but letting him learn some stuff from Cena, and uh, because he will, for sure. 
with what and, and I've always spoken well about Cena in the ring and things of that nature. And he he's very good at doing what he does. And uh and whether they use that up op- as an opportunity for Theory to go over on him or for Cena to to get the win at the end, but Theory gets a lot out of it, uh, especially if he's a heel and continues to be used, it, it just helps him. The problem is, is if you this is the bad booking at times is when a guy loses and then they don't do anything with you. Like look at Seth Rollins. He's lost to Cody three pay-per-views in a row, in a row, but he continuously got his heat back. And he's, 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 I'd say elevated in a way. Like he is, he's right. He's on the money in the bank poster going in with his wife. He's, he's rolling pretty hot right now doing, doing good business because they even continue to use him. Whereas if they would have done that, then, then sent him to catering. And then we don't know what we're going to do with you. That's where you lose your, your momentum and steam, right? So you can lose as a heel. If as long as you get your heat back and you do need to win certain matches and it's a fine line with that. But that, that's an example of you can lose. And, and obviously, Cody got hurt, and it kind of makes Seth look like, right? Seth somehow comes out of that a little more whole. Some oddly, you know, in a, in a it, sometimes it's just weird how that works out. What is my biggest pet peeve is not returning shopping carts and re racking your weights. I was just talking to a guy at the gym yesterday about that, and I, I think those are two qualities that can tell you a lot about a human being. Albert Chi, thank you for the super chat. A couple, two, two and a half large Starbucks coffees, large black coffees with two ice cubes there. Price of coffee at Starbucks is $3.52 now. I remember back in the day, it used to be two ninety seven. back in the day, like, like a few years ago. <laughs> They just keep up in the prices. Thank you. A double super chat, Albert. Thank you very much, buddy. Early on in your career, you were part of the Nexus. How was that experience? How has that experience been like? And two, did that help with your success in the WWE? That experience was surreal. The entire Nexus experience coming from NXT as Skip Sheffield, which I just made a post on my social media, Instagram and uh, in, in social in Instagram today, with a skit with me and William Regal and Chris Angel. Which, by the way, by all accounts, if if that was set up and fake, nobody smartened me up on it. Which Regal would have been in the know with Chris Angel if they were. But I was brand new and just playing the the dumb corn fed meathead, the Skip Sheffield. Where I go look at the Instagram clip; it's the video. Where Chris Angel, but I I was told that that was completely on the fly. It was one take, and that he had no idea that they it was a real supposedly thing. So those were genuine reactions outside of my line that I knew that you owe me a Travis Tritt CD. That that was the line, and then but the uh, I was I William Regal picked fifty six, and this was all. On the fly, like this wasn't the, we had our verbiage, so I added some things in at Skip Sheffield because I was where William Regal writes down the number fifty six, and that was in the the script to write down his number and to make sure that the hard camera can see it. But I, I go, oh, oh, that's a good number. That's a good number, Coach Regal. And he he goes, what do you mean that's a good number? <laughs> it's just just out in the in the in the on uh, in the moment, just being in my character. 
and and Riggle, we played off so well of of him just being disgusted by by this this dumb but happy go lucky Skip Sheffield. But Chris Angel guessed the number with it, which was crazy. But anyways, I talked about the importance of that character in Dusty Rhodes. It, it, it was the one that inspired that character to to, to tap in because Dusty, his exact words were. You're very funny in real life. I want you to be able to try to tap into that with wrestling because up to that point in my career, I'd always been dead serious. And he, little did I know how important that was going to be, and I talked about it in the post today, is that allowed me to get comfortable showing my comedic side, granted, in a role that I was playing as far as a corn-fed meathead from College Station, Texas, which I've never been to. I'm not Texan. But using my personality and sense of humor – it infused into that character, right? And then eventually when I went and came at back as Ryback and I was serious though, that evolution, I was comfortable and that's why I'm comfortable now just showing my full personality because of that role that I played in knowing that you can be serious and be funny at the same time. It's knowing when and, and where and why why you do things. So absolutely instrumental into my into pro wrestling and the evolution of me in learning myself and being comfortable being myself in front of the masses with that. And, and obviously with Nexus, I got away from the silly stuff. And, and I actually, Nexus Skip Sheffield was actually the early Ryback origins of that was Ryback just before I was, I went back to being Ryback, Right. With that, so but the that that was the 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 identity and got rid of the accent and it was it was that was the serious side of, of Ryback and in it in it it's it's true beginning uh, of that under that Skip Sheffield character then eventually got away back a year and a half later then bam Ryback and then I'd added in things like Ryback so I was a lot more funny but a lot of that wasn't aired on TV it was on dot com with things, but I was very comfortable showing my personality and Skip Sheffield played a huge role in that. But that Nexus period, brother, it was such a cool period because I had none of my, my ankle stuff had happened. None of the political stuff had happened. They just had high hopes. They had high, high aspirations. I had high hopes, high aspirations. I had a great relationship with everyone in the company. There was nothing. There was no, there was no bad and so much just BS and negativity happened from that ankle injury that I absolutely hate. I hate it. And it wasn't, it, it, it was nothing, uh, nothing, nothing that I brought about on my end. <clears throat> it was me reacting to the things that were going on and, and not letting people walk all over you. And, and I've talked about that a million times and it is what it is with it, but it really, it ruined everything. And that, but I do believe everything happens for a reason. And I do believe it's all going to be fixed and, it's on their end. They know what they have to do on the settlement. And they know everything they've done to me and what they've done to me on my social media, right? And so I do believe that the future, though, is going to be very, very, very bright. <clears throat> Hold on. We're going to another just. Matt says, I started using the Moringa vitamins. Thanks for that advice, big guy. You're very welcome, buddy. And, uh, yeah, I do eventually want to get out a supplement for you guys with the Moringa and the Shilajit, uh, in the, in the CMOS, uh, the Gorilla Gas. Um, but I, I, in good news, I do have, we just put the order in today for the new, uh, vanilla, vanilla mocha, uh, ISO hungry plant powered protein. So, uh, and labels are being, uh, I'm sending over the details for the labels and, uh, I'm hoping 
I'm hoping they get we can get that done. I'm hoping in like eight to ten weeks to get the vanilla mocha uh, iso hungry plant powered protein out to you guys. That order was expensive, <laughs> so I, I'm definitely looking forward to getting that out for you guys. And um, you guys are gonna love it. It tastes absolutely amazing. As our, in our caramel cookie iso hungry plant powered protein flies. But uh, I'm hoping once too all this legal stuff is over. Like I said, I have I've I've grown this thing from three supplements to thirteen. I wanted I want to grow it even more. I've just had to be very careful with everything um, because my, like I've said, the legal stuff, everything's very expensive. And, uh, and I've always been very good at, you know, making money. And I just, I always, I don't, I try not to do anything to put myself in, in vulnerable positions at any point in time. And I, I grew this, I grew up pretty fast at one point and I probably should have, and obviously this wasn't my, COVID wasn't a great thing, and we, even though we did our best business for one period. But the longer COVID went on, it, it has been a lot harder marketing-wise. And then my organic reach on sites, like my YouTube is dead. I don't know if you guys have noticed, YouTube is dead. Like this is, this is look at how low the views are on everything. I'm not getting, even though the numbers have continued to climb, even though that's been killed off, but they go, go up slowly. It doesn't transpire into my video views with that. And that like TikTok, I've been knocked off again. You know, I was making a lot of money on you on TikTok last year in, for how early I started doing it. And they they have cut that down to nothing. And there's a reason why this is all being done by WWE to limit the amount of money that I can make on everything that I'm doing. And it, it's a sick, sick game. But like I said, they're all they're burning. They're burning at the very core uh, of their existence with everything that they've done. And their karma is coming back. And I know I'm protected and I, I continue to find ways to make things work. So. But I look forward to all that stuff with them getting getting situated, getting done, and then I can really put the pedal to the metal with Feed Me More Nutrition for you guys. Because I mean, we've we're in a good spot moving forward with everything, and we've got a new website coming. And but there's a lot of really cool supplements I want to get you guys. Like I, I'm growing a moringa tree in my backyard. The thing is shooting up like crazy. Those things grow. You want to talk about a tree that grows fast? But what I'm going to start doing, and I've done it a few times, is I cut some of the leaves off. And I put the leaves in my morning performance meal. And I take my Moringa capsules too. But Moringa is such a fabulous supplement. It's great for your beard too. And it keeps your beard dark. It's great for hair growth. So all men should be taking Moringa. You're welcome. Get the organic capsules online on Amazon or anywhere. And you will be very, very happy. Dustin says, thanks for asking or answering, but do you feel it's the perfect passing of the torch if he does end up beating Cena? Do you think WWE will morph Theory's character similar to Cena in the near future? No, I think that would be a huge mistake. You can't morph anybody's character into a character. Like, Cena's still around. There may – I think this is the big mistake that, that this comes from the, the poor reporting is is they say Vince McMahon thinks that Austin Theory could be like the next John Cena. He's not saying he can be John Cena's character. He's saying he maybe can see him as a guy that can go through a similar evolution of finding himself uh, and becoming a major player in the company at some point in time, right? And and, and maybe there's some similarities in, in like maybe physically, even though I think he's of a smaller stature than, than Cena, but he's in very good shape and Right. And he's 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 got a very good look to him. And he's he's a he's a good wrestler from the things that I've seen. But it's not saying that this they think he's going to become the John Cena character. And and so I think that and it, one poor reporting and two, 
like you, I think like how you how you view information, you see that and you're not really seeing what they're saying also. And it like whereas someone like me can see it and go, oh, they see the similarities of of, of him, of, of have his evolution of if he could find his identity, he could be used in a in a in a in a, in a trajectory very similar to how Cena from when Cena wrestled in his tights and and then became the doctor of thugonomics and then eventually into the, the, the baby face, good guy, John Cena character, character um, that, that, that he portrays with that. Right. So that's up to Austin theory though, to find himself from the, the selfie part. Right. He, so he's got kind of a character. He's doing a gimmick kind of with that. That's going to be up to Austin theory and the WWE to, to find that personality right of who austin theory is this was a question that used to get asked all the time and when we were in developmental they would sit down they go who is who who are you who is your character and the majority of people have no idea how to answer that it you want to know how simple it is this is how simple it is though and this is because you now know me you know everything that i do who is ryback he's a guy who's hungry for more he always wants more very simple. Everyone can understand that. And you can do a million different things with that. Right. But I know who I am. And that's why I branded it because I'm so passionate about that with that. Right. But that's a question that and this isn't just a wrestling thing. This is a very important thing people should do just for their daily for life. Who are you? Who are we? What do we want? Who are, who are you? It's such an important question. And so many people avoid it. And once we figure out who we are, life gets a million times easier. And when you figure out who you are as a wrestler in your character, wrestling gets a million times easier with it because you know who you are at your core and you can go a lot of different directions with that. But you know who you are at the very, very, very root of yourself. And it's such an important thing for, for wrestlers. to. And you don't always figure that out overnight. And it, it doesn't. It took me years of, of knowing me and going through things to learning who I was as a human being, as a man. And they, so that is what, that, that is the expectations that maybe Vince sees some similarities in Austin theory with Cena, and they're going to put them in the ring together. And they're going to see if that can help spark some things as well. And that, but you don't have to put Cena, you know, is at a, at a very high level. He hasn't been used in the greatest capacity, even though I don't, I have no issues with how he's been used. Right. Like it kind of like that Undertaker thing at Mania, really weird. Right. There's some odd things like how for a guy that supposedly the, the as Vince views, his, views him as the Babe Ruth of wrestling. Right. But I, I get it. I think it's great to, to see that because you can see it can go any direction at any time for anybody with that. But I, I do think that it depends on what they plan to do with Cena. Do they plan on, on, on giving him another title run at some point? Maybe not. Maybe there is some. I don't know. With that, so I think that you is very that determines how you're going to use him in this as well. Also, though, there's a way to do business where you can come back. You know, they could they could do a two pay per view deal. Also, where where Cena gets the first one and Theory gets the second one, and but does something a little shady and no harm, no foul, but he gets that rub, and then Cena goes away for a long time, right? So there's I don't know what the business is going to be with it, but Cena doesn't need uh, to necessarily put him over for theory to, to to benefit greatly from this. If you if you know, especially because he's not being used in the main event role right now, he's being used to, to get grooming experience with some key people 
that can hopefully help him in his future. Right. And that that's all you and you, you got it. That's up to the talent and then the company to continue. You know, if they were to have him lose to Cena, then they quit using him on TV. They fail. He didn't fail. They fail. It's then what are we doing with him right after this? And that's the that's the key to continuing the, the, the progression of a character and the evolution without getting buried. Getting buried is when you lose and then you get devalued in, on TV as far as how you're being used and we're not being used and things like that. Go ahead and throw a shell shock here. We've got rid of uh, FS. He's gone. Trying to see if we got one more good question to end today's show on. Yeah, Walter, we definitely get some of the weirdos in here. The Ryback show is no stranger to some, 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 some weirdos strolling into Rybackville. The longer, the longer I, I, I record for, the more, the more weirdos we, we get ultimately with that. But with that, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. I'll be back for a weekend, probably tomorrow. Get to, uh, and I'll take Sunday off. Uh, I got to do my twenty-four hour fast. I got to get a bunch of stuff done. A lot of shoulder work today as well. I got my massage tomorrow. Scar tissue on the shoulder. Just keep getting better and better. I'm super pumped and. Um, Looking forward to just keep keep moving forward. And uh, I always appreciate the love and support from all of you and, and for tuning in on everything. Uh, please don't forget to check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20 over on feedmemore.com. Sign up for my massive savings program. Text and email as well. You can get 25% off your orders right away if you've not signed up for those. And I recommend if you're going to be a customer of Feed Me More Nutrition or any of the Ryback merch, anything that we have over there, to sign up for those programs. No spam, one message a week, and uh, huge discounts for all of you as a thank you from me to you with that, guys. All right. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.